Hi everybody, this is Johnny Mays. Welcome to the podcast today. Another gorgeous and beautiful day in my town. Uh, However, it is summertime in California and often we do have these kinds of temperatures. 101 degrees today in uh, the town of Lodi. The city of Lodi, I should say. Uh, Anyway, happy to have you aboard. Good good to be with you today. The Lord is a good God. He's on the throne. And uh, the question is today, where are you going? Where are you going? (laughs) In John chapter 14, verse 5 and 6, Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? He's saying to the Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. In other words, Thomas, the only directions you need to where I am going is this. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes unto the Father but by me. So, have you chose to go where Jesus leads you? That's really the question today, isn't it? You know, I was reading a story about Albert Einstein. He was out on a, taking a train out of town for a speaking engagement, so the story goes. And as he sat in his seat, he engrossed in his work, the conductor stopped by to punch his ticket. Looking up in shock, Einstein realized he didn't know what he had done with his ticket. So frantically, he began to search his coat and pockets and then his briefcase. Well, very gently, the conductor said, Dr. Einstein, sir, we all know who you are, and I'm sure you bought a ticket, so don't worry about it. But as the conductor moved along, he looked back to see Einstein on his hands and knees, searching under the seats for his ticket. The conductor walked back and said, Dr. Einstein, please, don't worry about it. I know who you are. And so Einstein, exasperated, looked up and said, I too know who I am. What I don't know is where I'm going. What I don't know is where I'm going. I guess that's the big question at the end of the day. Where is all this taking me? And what if I don't like the outcome? Will I get another ticket? Another chance if I mess this up? Here and now? Huh? You know, some people believe in karma. You've ever heard of that, haven't you? You know, the idea that's deeply connected to the belief that each person has multiple earthly lives and we get another go-round so to speak? Well, that may sound good to the imagination. However, this belief doesn't match up with the Bible because God's Word teaches us that we get one life. Though this life feels as short as a vapor, it vanishes away quickly, James said in his chapter 4, verse 14. My friend, listen to me. We have one 
short life. And during this short life, during this short stay, we get to either accept God's loving provisions or reject it. So therefore, I must be cautious about how I live. And I must make every opportunity, take every advantage that God offers me. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 through 17, the Bible says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Then again, over the book of Hebrews, the writer there in chapter 3, verse 13 said, But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called a day, that the deceitfulness of sin may harden you. Excuse me, let me read that again. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called a day, that the deceitfulness of sin may harden none of you. So we got to be careful. Amen? That's what this passage is warning. It's warning Christian believers not to allow stubbornness and sin or lack of faith to rob them of God's promised blessings because time is too short. When you look at the Old Testament and the history of the nation of Israel, one of the things that Israel suffered when it, when it was trying to interface with God is to hold fast to their faith. In fact, they spent 40 years wandering in the desert. And so can a Christian suffer when they lose sight of the promises of God and they're not drawn to a devotion and a, and a, and a habitual uh, consecration to the Lord. You can lose faith and lack trust in God. And one key to avoiding this pitfall is the influence of other Christian believers. I mean, one of the greatest benefits of any relationship is a church relationship. Because in this relationship, uh, we can watch each other's backs, so to speak. We can encourage one another. This means warning our brothers and sisters in Christ when they're being pulled away into sin and helping them to resist temptation and error. When you get to know people and how they live their lives and you see, some sort of, see someone wavering, you're able to come alongside and say, can I help you? You know, the book of Hebrews authors has his urgency is highlighted here uh, by using the phrase, as long as it's called today. Amen. In a more modern terms, it would say, do it while you can still do it. Do it while you can. You see, the New Testament explains how deceptive sin is how destructive and how deadly. But something else sin can do. It can also create a spiritual callousness, making us less sensitive to our sin. You get calloused by sin and pretty soon, you know, conviction has no effect on you. You see, fellow Christians should love each other and exhort each other, encourage each other, uplift each other, challenge each other when it comes to living a righteous life. That's what I'm trying to do here each and every day on my podcast is not only encourage me, encourage myself uh, by studying the devotion and preparing it, but to share it with you to encourage you. 
so that you may also encourage others. Remember, my friend, God and God alone can't lie. So when you look at God's promises, you can count on it. And you can be sure that the journey that you're on, you will find yourself never alone. That's why in Deuteronomy 31, 6, it says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. That's God's promise. But in that promise, God is also expecting, God is commanding our confident trust in Him. In a world that encourages us to believe in ourselves and achieve all we deserve, it's paramount for you and I to understand who and whose we are. We don't belong to ourselves. We've given ourselves to the Lord. And that's the whole point. The salvation that God has given us is a promise that God made himself. And he took an oath. And since he could swear by no one greater, he swore to himself. Listen, my friends. The old song in the hymn book says, Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where I, he leads me, I will follow. I'll go with him, with him, all the way. Are you ready to go all the way with God? You have your ticket in hand, your hope, that hope, that promise. Amen which endures, endures forever. Amen. So that you can know that you know that you know that you know that the journey you're on shall come to its fullness at God's appointed time. Yes, sir. Amen. But I know sometimes we're not secure. We're weak. But we pray and say, Father, when we are not secure, when we are weak, you carry us through. Because our courage, Lord, is rooted in your strength, which takes all of the anxieties that we have, and we lift them up to you, and we ask that you let that peace that transcends all understanding fortify our minds. Because our Lord, we know it's hard to live in peace in this world. On this side of heaven, strength and courage seem to be in short supply, except from you. Almighty God, fill us, Lord, with your presence, your purpose, and give us that yearning for your will to come to pass in our lives. Can you thank the Lord today for loving us, leading us, and calling us closer to him? And each day we are one step closer to the, full, the fullness of his promises. I tell you folks, we have to remember and remember confidently that we have a clear path home and the price of our ticket has been paid in full and we're secure in him. You'll never lose it. You'll never lose it. 
Someone asked me, Brother Johnny, can we be sure that we're saved? I said, you can be sure. Because you can't unsave yourself. You didn't save yourself, so you can't unsave yourself. God saved you. He saved you by his amazing grace. He even gave you the faith to believe that. So rest in, rest in him and know this, that though the cares of the world come at you like a storm sometimes, and though fear and anxiety sometimes overwhelm you, guess who's there with you in that storm? That's right, he's there. And he'll make a way for you. He'll make a way of escape for you. And you shall make it. The road may get rough. The road may get rocky. But in the end, we arrive safely. Have a safe day in Christ. Have a sure day on this firm foundation. And know in whom you believe. And be persuaded that he's able to keep those things which you commit to him. Amen? And be blessed today. Hallelujah to God. What a wonderful God we have. What a wonderful Savior we have today. I praise Him and I thank Him for you. I thank Him for His word and His promises today. God bless you and God be with you.